Scousers never get knocked out is the way I live my life. Peanut butter jelly is just crazy. Like, it's the best. That's not a thing we have in the UK. No. Get over here and take a picture. Take the shirt off too. I'm not a clown. It was the craziest you have ever seen. The Ziggo Dome got shut because everyone ended up fighting. They were taking the belts off, broke a girl's nose and everything. You guys are on such a different level. I don't think the average human being realizes it. What's happening, people? We're, uh, we're back and we're in LA of all places. And as always, as you know, we're on YouTube, but we're also on Spotify and all the other streaming sites. Give it a like, all that stuff. And if you want any body merch, get on the Apex website. I told you this a million times, but today I have an absolute hilarious guest. So introduce yourself, my man. Uh, hey guys, my name is Bert Kreischer. I am the machine. <laughs> Me and you have so much in common, so much in common. You have no idea. I can't wait the, to delve into the, the Scousers never get knocked out is the way I live my life. It's just the way you've got to live your life. Yeah, and we eat like savages and we drop. I haven't dropped weight in a while, but I used to be able to drop weight like you. I used to like be able to go. I'll drop 10 pounds in a week. And uh, I can actually do that now just because of how fat I get. You know what I mean? I get that fat that I can go. Monday morning if I get on the scales and I'm like 205 I can go I'll drop 10 pounds this week and I will if I die I'll be like 195 by the Friday and then are, are you strict do you, do you love I watched I, I, first of all I'll have to say I'm in love with your vlog yes yeah, I can watch you we'll save this conversation for my packet yeah. later but I could watch you eat all day long it is so much fun and I just I'm just sitting there I watch myself you're in your vlog and I start swallowing yeah, I start going I want another bite I do it when I'm dieting I watch food videos on youtube and just sit there like that Dude, just it's, it's like self-torture but i don't know what it is i just do it to myself when, when i would lose weight what i'd do is i'd get on the treadmill with a box of wine and i would watch food i would watch guys uh guys grocery games or diners drive-ins and dives guy fieri you know guy fieri no nah. oh bro you love guy fieri his diners drive-ins and dives is the one of the best shows that's ever been made on television, but it's just great greasy diner food, and it's just it's just, it's your vlog. It's yeah. I mean it's like oh I'm going to the best places to eat. I, I watch an English dude called Beard Meat Food, and he can he can eat him lot. I'm putting that in my phone. You've probably ever, seen him. He's got a big massive beard, big black beard. No. Um, he's from England. He should sound English to you. Yeah, and lad, he can, he can eat some food. He comes to America and does all like contests here and stuff. But I was, so I was can, actually, I tell you, can I tell you what, what is the best, my favorite thing to do? And hopefully I can turn you on to this. When I train, I watch foreign language cooking shows on this TV on silent in the background. So you watch. Yeah, dude. Netflix has the best foreign language cooking shows you'll ever find. There's one called broth. It's all about broth. And so you just noodles and broth, different types of broth, eels and broth. It is the best they have these eels and broth dude keep that away no oh come on keep that away i love i like eating that's like really out of bounds like when someone goes have you tried this i go no but i want me like, and you are opposites in that sense really yeah oh yeah you, i watched you like what you're like oh no pickles no peppers and i was like yeah. what the f-? no pickles no <sighs> peppers no onions no bean sprouts like dude, i could eat I'm starving right now. I haven't eaten nothing all day, to be honest. For real? Yeah. Are you in an eating mode? Yeah, I've, I'm proper stoned as well. So <laughs> Did like, you get high? Yeah. <laughs> I've just been a lot. I've just been there. Well, just being sick outside, basically. Just being like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. But now I've had some coke. I'm all the sugar's kicked well, in. We got to get you a, a Uncrustable. Now, I think I'm getting a, a little bacon and bacon and egg. Have you ever had an Uncrustable? No, what's that? So, no, what? That's something I do need to get off you. A list of foods, list of places where I need to eat. Dude, I got you. Because I know you'll have me have me back there. And there's some places, like I mentioned to someone in San Diego the other day, I was like, oh, we keep seeing videos on TikTok of Wingstop. You yeah. want to go to Wingstop? And they were like, Wingstop. There's much better places than that. Oh, there is. Have you ever, like, you've never had an Uncrustable? Nah. Dude, they're peanut butter and jelly grape sandwiches. And they're made for children. Peanut butter jelly is just crazy. Like it's the best. No, that's not a, a thing we have in the UK. No. No, we have peanut butter and we have jam separate. <laughs> have you, hang on. <laughs> Hold on. 
Like, what's the like, other? These are frozen. These what's, are frozen. what's the other flavor? We have a microwave up here. Microwave a couple of these. What's the other flavor though? Uh, this is peanut butter and strawberry, and they're so good. Especially Je- if you're hot. jelly here is just jam though, isn't it? What's what we call jam? The, the, you know the difference between jelly and jam? Well, in the UK, we call I think for, I call jelly jam. Know what I mean? What you use called jelly? No, there's a difference. What? What is it? I can't jelly my d- in my wife's. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> What's your first question? <laughs> I know what. I'm gonna go right back into that, lad. Some of the things they buy. I didn't lad when I went to America. I go and they have some chips, and people think I'm talking about like, well, that's what we call crisp. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I mean fries. Yeah. I saw we we ate at a lot of the same places in uh, Dublin. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that on my podcast because I, all I want to talk about is with you is food. <laughs> I can talk about food with you for like two hours. Yeah, I, was gonna say I know nothing. I know nothing about fighting. I know no, like I mean, I know more than the average person. Yeah, I know enough to be like I don't know if you know this, but I was like one of the first people to start blowing you up to Rogan. Yeah, like back in the day, like back when you had your, I think you had you hadn't even had your first fight in the UFC. No, yeah, like years ago on Cage. What is when I got like a few of the flying triangles and stuff? Yeah. That's when a few people noticed me. I I, I wasn't that. I didn't I know. remember Tony Ferguson tweeting it. Yeah, Tony no, Ferguson's I was kidding. after that. I was right when I think probably right when everyone in the United States started. You started blowing up. I I, I misnamed you. I called you Patty Pimblington. <laughs> And I said, I've seen, seen that. Yeah, I see yeah, I go, have you seen this Patty Pimblington guy? And Joe goes, How are you? He hadn't even had a fight. How do you know about him? And I was like, He's awesome. He just, <laughs> I just love your energy. I love that. I love that Scousers don't get knocked out energy. That's it's, you know, what's so funny is that you, is that people fi- fall in love with you for that energy, but then they want you to fall on that same energy. Yeah. You know, like they, it's, it's interesting to watch. Like it's happened to me where I go, uh, like I, my whole thing was I can drink all day and all night long and get up and work out and bust my ass and beat anyone in the gym. Like I could beat like athletically. I don't look like an athlete. Yeah. But I love to put challenges out and go, I got that. Like Rogan, Rogan, and I were talking me, Rogan and Sugar and uh fear. were talking one time about running a marathon and I was like, I could do it easy peasy. <laughs> and they're like, no, you can't. I said, I could, tr- I actually don't even need to train for it. I could do it. I could party the night before go out and do it. And they're like, no, no f- way. So I signed up for the LA Marathon and uh Did you pass you party the night before? Party the night before, woke up at five AM, hung over, and I was like, This is what you signed up for. This is where we're going. This is how we're doing it. You wanted to say you can do it, you can do it. And I just showed up and I ran the LA Marathon in five hours and thirty three minutes. Yeah. But yeah, but that's that I and that's why I fell in love with you when you when I first when that scousers don't get knocked out connected so it's 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 more than just that phrase for me it's 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 thematic it's it's a motif of how you live your life of like of of it's big dick energy it's yeah. like yeah it's like Fuck you i'll do it i, I played <laughs> tennis with my buddy tom segura you know who tom segura is i probably know his face i'm terrible it, well, it's, it's getting gotten smaller but uh <laughs> he's lost a lot of weight the uh you know who he is right yeah so he's that fat yeah, guy right? I do. yeah he, i do yeah yeah no he looks I'm yeah. terrible with names, oh, like so bad. I think I have the thing aphasia where you can't remember names. Yeah, I've been calling I'm, people by the wrong name all the time lately. I, there's people who've been coming to my gym for like five years and I still yeah. say to like Ellis and Adam and they're like, "What's his name again?" Before <laughs> I say it, so I don't look like an idiot. I would love if people had to wear name tags. I would make life so easy. <laughs> and so, uh, so Tom one time said, uh, "I've been taking tennis lessons." Now Tom's a hardworking guy, right? He likes to work hard. He likes to really be disciplined he likes that and i said i'll destroy you because you never see me play i said doesn't matter i don't need to i'll destroy you he was like yeah but how do you know if i'm good and i said it doesn't matter i know that i'm better i don't even need to see you play i know that i'm better so we played tennis and there's video of it of him doing an interview it's hard to see but it's a video of him doing an interview with the camera and behind him is me serving to his tennis coach you don't need to play it you and I aced play. him 27 times. I aced him so much. Have you ever played tennis? Yeah, of course. I, I can do everything. That's my, that's my, see, that's the thing. That, that's, I like tennis. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yeah. oh, I love tennis. I, I like love tennis. tennis. I used to play with an old man every day, every morning at like six in the morning. Me and this old guy would play. And uh, it was interesting. I wish I had paid more attention to the things he said. He said to me one time, uh, he said, we'd play a little bit and then we'd meet at the net and talk. And he was, you know, now I say old. I'm sure he was probably 
60, which doesn't seem that old anymore. He said, uh, what's important in a marriage is to make sure you're, you're engaged, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, what's important in a marriage isn't mostly to deal with what, what's going on when you fall in love. It's like, make sure that your retirement plans, how you want to live the end of your lives match up. And I was like, really? He said, yeah, my wife wants to spend time with the grandkids and I don't. <laughs> and I said, what do you want to do? And he goes, well, what I want to do is I want young girls to suck my dick on the boat. But, and then he, and then he left his wife and, and bought a boat and had young girls suck his dick. It was great. He lived out his retirement. Pretty awesome. And so, uh, but it's funny is like my, my wife, my so wife, it's not like you never continued to play tennis with him. So that's what, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. He's warm. You gotta try one. Okay, I'll, I'll try you on Defo. I haven't eaten anything either. here. I'll let you pull it out yourself. Uncrustables are f- awesome. Yeah. Size. <laughs> American kids. This reminds us of our childhood. Do you want them things that I think I want to think of America? I don't Pop tarts. Oh, give me a pop tarts. I don't really. I don't think I've ever had one of them. To be honest, I think I might just try the bite one. Mm. Mm. I can fuck up Uncrustables. So what they they actually are quite good. Mm. Uncrustables. Mm. It's just American peanut butter bread. and jelly is weird though. You guys have some weird stuff that you guys eat, but I love. So what someone said to me the other day is we have uh, baked beans. Oh, for breakfast? Yeah. It's the yeah. weirdest thing to have beans on your plate for breakfast. Uh, why? Because they're more like an afternoon picnic food. Beans go anything? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but there's, but it does. It's just Heinz beans go with anything. But wait, your, your beans aren't even like flavored. Like our beans are cooked in bacon with like sugar. Yeah, you just have tin beans. beans. No, I never would have a tin of beans or like a fried tomato. That makes no sense. No, yeah, that makes no sense to me. I have tin tomatoes. What's that? So it's like juicy. Yeah. Like plum tomatoes and it's oh, yeah. made in a pan. They're heavy. I love that you used the word heavy. heavy. I'm going to start putting that. I've been saying thick a lot. Yeah. But I like heavy. I've, you, you say that a lot. You were you're smelling like you're smelling chicken wings. You're like, There's, those chicken wings are heavy. Yeah. Well, Heavy can mean so many different things. That's what's crazy about it. My wife's heavy. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fat. Like, oh no, you know what I mean? Like fat with a pH. Heavy with an I. <laughs> <laughs> I love podcasts like this. I don't. I don't ever look at the sheet. Really, the yeah. first question on the sheet was, "How did you get into stand-up comedy?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. It's I have, a, I have a better answer than most. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I so. I have a friend, you see, me, one of my best friends, older brothers, he's trying to get into comedy at the minute in the UK. Yeah. He's just starting comedy nights. I'm missing his first one because I'm here. But obviously I'm going to go and support him. So a little way for, it's a little question for him really as well. Oh, well, this, is, this isn't going to help him at all. This is, I'm sorry for this answer. <laughs> so in 1997, I was written up in Rolling Stone magazine as the number one party animal in the country. We wrote a six and a half page article about me saying that I was the biggest partier in the country at the biggest party school. And uh, it changed my life. I, I, the article came out and I started doing press for it. And I mean, like people would come and, and I got offered a book deal. I got offered a movie deal. Um, I moved to New York. I tried to stand up one time in Tallahassee because in the article I'd said, I wouldn't mind being a comedian. So they put together a night of comedy. I headlined it. I did like 20, 30 minutes of just off the top of my head, just speaking. And I played baseball growing up my whole life. I played baseball. I was very competitive. And I played with a guy who ended up going pro and, and being a, a, a professional, great professional pitcher. I played with him my whole life. And I remember playing against him as my dad and, and other dads saying, man, he's, he's going pro. He's like, as at a young age, they're like, he's got, he's going pro. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you probably had the same thing with fighting is that people recognize a talent when they see a talent. Yeah. And I remember being a kid and going like, well, how come, how come I, no one's saying that about me? And he goes, buddy, I'm sorry. It's just, you don't have the thing in baseball that he has in baseball. You'll have it somewhere else in life, but you got to look for it. But when you find it, you'll know it. And I did stand up that first time. And I did not, I really honestly did not 
it, it came it came very naturally to me. Yeah. I called my dad when I got back to my apartment, and I said, "I think I found my thing." So I moved up to New York. I started doing stand up. Six months later, Will Smith discovered me. I got a development deal. I moved out to L.A. and I started doing TV shows. And I got my first TV show. And and it wasn't until really honestly, and I was twenty six when all that happened. But it wasn't until I got all the TV shows went away that I doubled down on stand up. And I had some periods in stand up where like where um where I got lost in television and you know and, and I'm I'm really good friends with Joe and Joe was very pivotal in, in help help putting me back on track in that stand up is my focus. Well that, that's how I discovered you, you know what I mean? I'm a lot younger, so that's yeah. how that's how I discovered you. I discovered you on the Joe Rogan podcast and then started watching loads of other little clips and stuff. Yeah, we I've been we I I mean Joe's Joe's podcast has a reach that's overwhelming. Yes. You'll never understand how big it is. I mean, my bike broke down. My bike broke down on the ride here. And it's insane. It's insane how many people, I, how often I get recognized these days. And a lot of it, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it's the machine story and a lot of it's Joe. Yeah. I mean, Joe's, unlike anyone, I can't, I mean, I know you guys know him as a fighter, but you guys don't know him the way we know him. Like we yeah. know him in a very different way. And one of the things about Joe that I don't think, maybe the MMA community doesn't understand is how much he's put over his friends with his fans, meaning how much he shared me with people that would never know who I am. Yeah. I mean, Conor McGregor, you know, I would never, not never know who the fuck I was, you know? And we, I went to his, with the black forge in two weeks, three weeks ago and got to meet him. But it's, it's all because Joe's given me a platform that given me a platform and guidance. I mean, and, and been a friend and, and, He's a really amazing dude. I I only know him in one speed. And I know that sometimes in MMA community, like uh like Rampage feels like Joe's uh preferential to jujitsu people and doesn't give him the benefit in fights when, you know, yeah. certain people feel like Joe's team jujitsu or whatever. I don't even understand what I'm saying totally because I don't follow it enough. But I know that I've heard that before. I only know him as the most generous dude I've ever known in my entire life. If he was that though, he would have scored the fight the other day to Volkanovski and he never. Yeah, well, we were, I smoked a blunt that night and I could not figure out who was who in that fight. I'll be honest, I was stoned on me. I'd watch it. We watched on a watch along thing where I watched it and I thought it could have been a draw. You know yeah. what I mean? I thought it was 3 2 Makachev, but I thought the last round could have been a 10 8 to Volk. Can I ask you a weird question in your podcast? But yeah. it, it's something that bothered me in your last fight. Yeah. When you do interviews and they go, it's almost like they go, well, defend why you think you want it and you're like i want it the, yeah. the thing i want it has that ever worked where where someone went up and said yeah i didn't win that one i know lad, it's just it's mad, such a it? weird f- i've got loads of flack for that as well lad, yeah. so it's like what the f- else I'm saying yeah i won what yeah. else just want me to say no nah, i didn't win that <laughs> what, like what, what was the answer that they were looking for it's mad it? yeah so, it was great i'm watching it and then you're like what were you supposed to say? It's like going, hey man, I brought this chick home. She thinks I'm hot. And then you're, she goes to the bathroom and your friends go, you need to admit you're not hot. And you're like, no, but she's here with me. And you're like, yeah, but she doesn't want to fuck you. And you're like, but she's here. It's the weird, it bothered me so much because it happens in draws where you're like, or, or not draws, but in, in decisions. I'm like, then don't, don't make decisions a thing. No, no, but they know what it is. No, but they like close fights get called robberies. Like that the other day, Volk Islam, that was yeah. a very close fight. Yeah. And people are calling it a robbery. You know what I mean? It's not a robbery. It's just a close fight. Well, they did that with the Super Bowl too, which, which I was at. It was bullshit. That it shouldn't. That last call. It should, you can't do that. You, if you're a ref, you can't fucking give someone a Super Bowl that way. On that way call. he held him. Yeah. And, and he, he didn't, didn't hold him. He didn't hold him. I mean, well, lad, I'm, I'm an Eagles fan because of me mate, Blaze. Yeah, so I was sitting there watching it like that. Like I've never really watched an NFL game and being proper into it. Like we yeah. went to a Raiders game. In fact, that was good because we were there live. That was brilliant. Didn't we get that stadiums? <laughs> Raiders that, games. That stadiums. Radiums, Raiders games are next level. Yeah, They're we got in. You know, if we was in like the little posh bit, the the wind bit. You know oh, what I mean? Bless you. Like it was great. <laughs> but uh, apart from there was prostitutes everywhere. Oh, just oh, everywhere. Yeah. Was just like, whoa, dude! Whoa. I remember the first prostitute I ever saw in like a legit prostitute. <laughs> the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I'm saying I would, I would, I would ghost my wife for the rest of her life. That's how hot this woman is. She was so gorgeous. How do you say things like and that? She, if I said that, love my bed and shot my off. No, no. <laughs> look, Hey, as long as you don't cheat on her, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Right. That's my, my, the way I look at it. No, uh, <laughs> that's definitely not the way she looks at it. 
you want. All you got to do is show up every morning and kiss him and say, I love him. And then don't put your dick in anyone and you're good. That's how I live my life. I've talked so much about my wife on my next special. It is horrible. It is horrible. And then the stuff I'm doing about her now is even worse. But she knows I love her. I mean, I do it to my kids. You, dude. I've seen some of this. You oh say, my like, God. I haven't seen all this heavy shit about your wife. Oh my God. I, this, this next special I said, I have a joke now on this new hour I'm doing that she bought me reading glasses, these. And yeah. I didn't realize my how. Dad needs them. I didn't realize how, how I just couldn't see anything. Like it was insane. And then I put them on and she goes, Oh, you look cute in them. And I was like, Yeah. And she came in to give me a kiss. And then she gave me a kiss. I realized I haven't seen this in high death in 10. <laughs> Years. So I was like, ah, what the f- happened to your face? Holy, f- I'll step on these glasses, save my marriage. But you, but as long as it gets a laugh, that's all you want. You just want, you just, I mean, look, she gets it. <laughs> everyone's like that with glasses, though, aren't they? No one wants to accept defeat with glasses. My dad and everyone says that. Like one of my coaches, I was like, no, I don't want to get them. But How old's your dad? My dad's, uh, my mom and dad are quite old, considering, you know what I mean? My dad's. My dad's 62, I think, next. Oh, for real? Next week. Are you an only child? No, I'm the youngest. I'm the baby. Of how many? Three. Yeah. I've got a sister that's 11 years older than me and a brother that's five and a half years older than me. They really spread that out. Yeah. I was a mistake. You know what I mean? I I was guessing. Yeah. My mum was like 35 or something when she had me, something like that. Really? Because she's 62 now or 63. Yeah. And then I'm 28. Did they ever think this would happen to you? No. And when I the when I started saying I'm doing MMA, he was just like, "Go on." And then when like I was saying I'm not going to college and when I focus on MMA, we fell out. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was heavy. And look at you now. I know that's crazy. I look at that like I, I when you look at my past. I, I, I was going to ask you about like, your party past because I was years ago in Liverpool. It's it's the culture. Know what I mean? It's a yeah. normal thing to do. You go out, you do very stupid things in copious amounts. Yeah. And you go to work and crack on for a week. Then you just redo the cycle every mm-hmm. like I was doing that by going to the gym, then going out Saturday, Sunday, then going to the gym Monday, Friday, then going out Saturday, Sunday. Know what I mean? But you was just partying right through, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not I, an in between. No, still to this day, I still party hard. <laughs> I partied yesterday all day. Uh, I went. I was in the Super Bowl for. I was in Tempe for. Who do you four. support in the NFL then? Uh, so I'm a Bucks fan because yeah. I grew up in Tampa. I'm a Bucks fan. Like I'm a diehard Bucks fan, but I I don't live there to go to the games. But my whole childhood was spent supporting the Bucks, and then and then I just I kind of fell out of sports when I went to college. I was a Florida State fan. Yeah. Florida State was where I went to college, so I was a fan of the Seminoles. And that's kind of been my only team I've really cared about. And then we came out to LA and I moved out to LA. The girls were born and and the Rams came out here. So we got season tickets for the Rams, but we just did that because, you know, we're like, Hey, we'll be a Rams fan. And so it's fun watching the Rams. So I kind of have like the Rams and my whole family grew up in Philly. So I I rooted for the Eagles this week, but I'm a really a Rams or a Bucks fan. Yeah. My mate plays who first come over and starts doing me vlogs with me from Philadelphia. He's Mm -hmm. an Eagles fan. He's had a tough year this year, lad. The Eagles fans are a real interesting type of person. Because he supports Liverpool as well. Well, that would make sense. So, like, yeah. we got beat in the Champions League final. We lost the league on the last game of the season. Yeah. He's from Philly. The Phillies got beat in the World Series, yeah. didn't they? And they were winning. And then the Eagles were leading for three quarters and then lost in the fourth. It was a tough game to That watch. American football, though, the amount of stops and starts is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like... It's crazy. I'm sitting there, me and me and the missus were sitting there. Like four quarters, fifteen minutes each. But we were there for three, three and a half hours. And you're like, What what's going on here? Yeah. And then at the end when the, the other manager with the, the coach with the mustache is just standing looking at the clock, waiting to go time out again. Yeah. I'm just sitting there biting me. I'm like, Why was this? Why are they letting them do this? Make them play. Yeah. It's just that's crazy. I, I went to I went to a rugby match in uh, Australia. F- rugby, I guess. Yeah, and then that was pretty fun. Uh, I can't get into soccer. I've tried so many times or football. The best, way, exactly. I was just about to say it's football, not soccer. Yeah, the best. Sport I know. I, I up. I was in. I just did a European tour. Ju- I mean, just finished it at the end of January, and uh, I was in Manchester, 
And I said, I wrote a joke for you guys. I wrote one joke for them, but I fucked up and I said, soccer is a lot like strip clubs. And they were like, boo, football, football. And I could not, the joke didn't make sense to me saying football because I know what, because football for me is one thing. Yeah. But I said it anyway. Football's a lot like strip clubs. You can't use your hands. No one scores. And it's better when they don't speak English. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, those, those European, I was supposed to go to Liverpool yeah. for a day. Yeah. There's a guy that has a podcast down there. I don't know. Yeah. He has a Liverpool podcast in Liverpool. Yeah. Um, it's going to do me. Yeah, I don't to call the podcast. I've been on it. No, I did Gordy. Um, I, I know uh, Jordy. I did Jordy. The Stu Jordy. Jordy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great podcast. If it's the one in Liverpool that I'm thinking of, it's Adam Rowe. I'm yeah, it's Adam Rowe. Adam yeah, Rowe, the comedian. Adam Rowe's podcast. He's hilarious. Yeah, I was supposed to do his podcast, but we couldn't get, oh, everyone wanted to go to Liverpool. Yeah. Only one I, one of the only one I stands I ever had was with a Liverpoolian. <laughs> yeah, she smoked Newport cigarettes and drank Cavassier. Yeah. The whole time we had sex, I thought, this is what it would be like to have sex with Tupac. <laughs> this is what it would smell like. <laughs> so... With Tupac, yeah. She had, she had, she was tongue tied. Do you know what that is? No. Tongue tied is when the bottom of your tongue is connected all the way to the tip. There's a little piece of skin. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, like that. Yeah. So you can't put your tongue out of your mouth, and so you don't need to pull up a picture. I'll my asshole tingle. <laughs> Fucking please don't pull up a picture. Please don't pull up a picture. And so she was tongue tied, and so I, I never kissed a tongue tied person. So her tongue couldn't come out of her mouth. So you had to go into her tongue for her tongue. So yeah, that sounds funky as hell. Yeah. Uh, and she called me one time this this might be not real you should have went for a night out in the pool oh definitely what should have went for a night out in the pool i would i would have loved to our, like, our schedule was so f- we was here last year on in la on a tuesday i don't know what night did we, we went out anyway we went to a place called booty bellows but it was only open for like three hours yeah it was crazy we went in and like you were just in there and then it was shut we're in the UK, well, in Liverpool, this place is open until 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, you and got then, to do it right. And then people end up in people's kitchens for three days. <laughs> you wouldn't have been proud of my mates of the day, lad. We went out for my mate's birthday. On, the day we, the, before I come here, we went out on the Saturday. And I got off and went home. I was on by like 4 a.m., 4.30. Yeah. So when my mates got off at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., and then the other lads who can go, one of them got off at 11pm on Sunday night because he had work at 7am on Monday morning. Oh, wow. And then the other lads ended up getting off at like midday on Monday. For real? <laughs> yeah. Those are the guys I want to party with. Dad, if you ever come to Liverpool, let me know. Oh, I'll, I will. I'll, I'll get the lads out with you. I'll slope off about 4am and go to sleep. Yeah. But they'll be up with you for like three days. So wait, do you drink? Because in all your vlogs, it looks like you're not a I big I drink alcohol. like, yeah, but no, I'm not like... If I'm drinking, I'm drinking to get drunk. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? I'm, yeah, not, I I'm not the biggest reason. I'm not the biggest fan of the taste. Oh really? Apart from like some certain drinks and cocktails, but you look like a you with a cocktail, don't you? Well, you know I, mean? I mean I, I just went back I my you're in Europe I start I went back to beer. I wasn't a beer guy for a long time. I I actually didn't like the taste of it. I like it fell out for me bad. And then um and I was just Tito's and soda or um va- or tequila and soda tequila and soda for a long time and then wine but man i got over there and it was just there's something about having a beer at a pub yeah that just it makes you feel like there's a god see like, i'm not like laura loves wine if you on yeah. she likes rose wine oh for real yeah doesn't really like red oak. well she can't drink white because she goes bananas <laughs> she just loses her marbles really so she doesn't like red she has rose and um i wish i could drink it with her Rosé is awesome. Ah, I can't drink it. Oh, dude. Can't drink wine, I even can... with lemonade. Oh, I had it once in Turkey with her. And I love Rosé. We shared a bottle. And it was just, it was quite funny in the end because we shared a bottle and was drinking it with her. But because I didn't like the taste of it, I was just going. And in the end, they ended up just down on me last glass. We got on a taxi back to the hotel. I'm sitting there like, whoa. Room was fitting. Got back to the hotel room. It was our last night as well. So I've lied on the bed, been lying there thinking, oh my God, the room's spinning. Lord is shouting at me. You're, what, you're, you're just pretending. You're not even, you're not even a thingy. Oh, you're a, what is it? What's she say? You're just pretending because you don't want to pack. I was like, I'm Laura. I'm not. And then literally two seconds later, I ran the toilet and vomited everywhere. Are you serious? Yeah. And she went, 
Yeah, they're like, you're not faking. <laughs> I swear, man. She was la- like, in the end, she was laughing at me with a fear. She was fuming, thinking that I was just pretending. So I didn't have to pack. Where were you guys at? Were you in LA? No, that was at me. It was in Turkey. That was just, this was a couple Turkey? of years ago. Yeah, Turkey. Holy sh- How long have you been with your chick? 11, 12 years. Really? Yeah, nearly 12 years. Oh, wow. Wait, how old are you? 28. 28? Nice. 28. Eh, 28. Not a it, bad It's got to be weird being famous at 28. See, people say that to me, like, you're famous, but I just, like, yeah. I don't really... F- yeah, but you feel it. I, I know that you feel the same thing. I feel there's certain places you can't go. Yeah. So you have to take pictures, and so you're kind of limited. See, that's certain- what I mean, like... Some places it does get annoying. Most of the time, I can tolerate it, especially yeah. when people have manners. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's when people just put their arm around you and go in, like go like glad you could have pulled me next day, get off, like ask me, like or when it's like so many where there's a queue. I have been out with the lads before on a night out, and this was a couple of months ago, and we've been in somewhere and there's basically been a queue. Mm-hmm. And in the end, one of my mates just went, "Oh no, what? Lad, off!" Like trying to. But without he's out with his mates, go away. Know what I mean? Where yeah. it was just people waiting. I know what you mean. Like I want to go to Glastonbury this year, but if I go, I'm gonna have to wear a mask. Uh, yeah, I, we went to at the Super Bowl. I was with uh, two other comedians, two other comedians, and my buddy and his son, and uh, three comedians, my buddy and his son, and uh, we went to Guy Fieri's had a VIP had a VIP uh, like party tailgate party and one of my buddies was like this is ridiculous like we need to get the f- out of here or go f- hide somewhere because i was taking so many pictures and i'm i'm pretty cool about like i i, I know what it's like to so it's the side story so like we went to the F- black forge in uh a few weeks ago and connor was there yeah one of the coolest experiences i'm a big fan of connor's um and and we had we we went and we we got a picture and then at another point in the night we were down where like in by the bar and he came down and I, I and it's so funny the things I watch people do with me where they want like two pictures like they get a picture and they see me again they get one more picture and in my head yeah. I go you already got a picture like let me go on my yeah. way I did the same thing to Connor <laughs> I was like one more picture and my hand was fumbling and I was nervous and I didn't ask politely I just got it like. Yeah. It's so funny is that I, so I connect with the people wanting pictures. Yeah. I really understand them because I am them. Like I'll be honest, I notice it sometimes, especially when, when I see people shaking. That's when you notice it, you know what I mean? They put your arm around you in the shaking. Or, when, when you got your arm on yeah, you and it's trembling. Yeah, and, like, and you can feel like, oh, it's all right. It's lad, a grand, it's a grown just shaking. And you watch your hands trembling. Yeah, like I've took the, the camera off people sometimes where they're shaking to take a selfie. I've been, come here, give it, lad, don't you know what I mean? yourself. It's, but it's for, for me, People do that to me where they put their arm around me like, hey, get a picture. Come on, get in here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, guys, guys. Yeah. I'm not a cage fighter, so I can't imagine how if you're a cage fighter, you're like, there's the, a packing order here. The one thing I think about, I'd say, is if someone just puts that on me and pulls me, lad, literally, I can just do that sometimes and go, ah, what I mean, and pull me neck. Yeah. Literally, someone pulls me like that, I can just pull me neck and literally, I can't turn for three days. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I pull the muscle in me neck and it's because someone wants to get a picture with me. I hate, I had a guy one time go, uh, I was at a bar in Atlantic City, Guido, guy from Jersey, and he was like, hey, uh, get, get over here and take a picture. Take the f- shirt off, too. And I'm like, huh? He goes, take the f- shirt off. You know, do your thing. Hey, honey, he likes this. Sh- okay, let's get a picture. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm not a f- I'm not your f- clown. Like, like it, it, but I don't really have the ability to fist fight. So I just kind of go, okay, shirt's off. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> I kind of acquiesce. But I understand, like, for me, I'm 50. I'm 50 years old, and I don't. I am very blessed to be where I am. I'm very lucky. I feel I got an opportunity to suck for a long time. Not suck, but like not be famous and not have people really care about seeing me do stand up or and not have the respect of my peers. And not, I had a long time to not have a lot of. And then to get it at like 42 or 43, to get it and have seven years with it, I am, I, I am hyper aware of how blessed I am. So I never let those moments go to waste and i never i never uh let down anyone that wa- that wants to have a moment with me but at 28 i i think it would bother me i think that i would go i th- see i don't i look at life going i only got this for a couple more years you're gonna have this for the rest of your life <laughs> like you're this is 
This is just started and it's going to be there forever. I mean, you're interviewing uh, Chuck Liddell today. It's happened. It's it's been his whole adult life. And so I, I, I wonder what it would be like. Like I was watching a vlog where you're like, I can't go up there. It'll be a nightmare. Like you're the second I go up there, you're trying to heat something up. Yeah, and, yeah, that was on the vlog when I was trying to warm something up. That was at a fight show as well, so it's 10 times worse at a oh, fight yeah. show. Oh, yeah. But like, as you say there, like, I, I, I'm used to it, you know what I mean? People getting pictures. It has been happening in Liverpool since I was like 20, 21. So yeah. it, it's it's normal, but like in Dublin, there was one in Dublin, lad, where I should have told this bird to fuck off. She just said to this woman, no, go away. Like, my bird is sitting on my knee. My fiance is sitting on my knee. Some woman just come over and went something like, uh, Get that young one off your knee. Um, you can take her home. I want a picture. Know what I mean? Yeah. And I should have sold us a f- off, but where I'm too nice, I just like stood there. Know what I mean? And just got a picture with her. And then my bird said something. She said something back. So I ended up telling her to f- off. Know what I mean? I wish I wouldn't have got a picture with her in the first place. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. There was a woman at the bar in uh, Tempe this week. I know you're not allowed to hit women. <laughs> But man, there should be a couple exceptions. This woman deserved it. So I wish a woman had hit her. Like I, like I was so angry at her. <clears throat> she was a bully. I walked past her in the hallway, and and someone took a picture with me. And uh, for whatever reason, she got upset that some. The idea that some she didn't understand why I got a picture with someone, and so that was already bothering her. And she was drunk. I think she was on drugs. She was older, and she. And then she threatened me in the hallway. What, are you, what the f*** are you looking at? And I was like, I'm no one, nothing. So I go to the bathroom and I was like, that's not cool. And then she had her eye on me the whole f***ing night. She kept coming over and she was smoking in front of me. She was, what are you, f- famous or something? And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to have a private moment with my friends. Can you leave me the f*** alone? And she goes, I own this bar. I go, if you own this bar, you're about to drive out the most famous person in here. So leave me the f*** alone. The security wouldn't kick him out, but it would cause a f- nightmare. I, that, that energy. I don't have. So I don't understand that person. I never get it. I do have the, like, you ever see someone take a picture with you and then they come up and they go, who are you? Oh, I, yeah. I, I do that. I do that to people. Like, if I see someone get a picture, I definitely will go up and go, hey, who are you? <laughs> I've had it plenty of times. Like uh, yeah, I do it all the no, time. No, it's hilarious with me as well. I have, like, young kids and that coming over. I remember when we was in London, loads of kids coming over. Oh, can we get a picture? And then, like, they get a picture and then I was talking away. The mum goes, like, who's standing? He goes, oh, he's, off t- he's famous off TikTok. Yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kids saying that his famous off TikTok and YouTube and that, and like even grown men have said that to me. And like, I remember we was outside somewhere and the woman come out. She was like, she was European. It was in London. She was about twenty five or something. She just like looked at me and she went, "I, I, I know your face, don't I?" And she went TikTok. Know what I mean? And just like, yeah, what's happening? Sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love when they do that. They go, "Do how do I know you?" Did I go yeah. to high school with you? And you're like, you didn't go to high school with me. <laughs> it's funny when people like, some people get a picture and then ask, who are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? When they see other people get a picture and then go, so who are you? And you're just like, oh, why, why have you just got a picture with me? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know who I am. Like, why would you get a picture with me? How's your, how's your chick handle it? She hates it. Really? Hates it. How does, is, is, um, was it, I, I, I can't imagine what it would be like to to be with someone for 11 years and then all of a sudden watch them well, blow up. And then she always said, she said for years, because I always said, even when I was younger, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to get in the UFC. I'm going to be a big global superstar. I'm going to be a world champion, this and that. I said it since I started fighting. And obviously at first everyone's like, yeah, sad, bet you will. Yeah. You know what I mean, everyone. But then as it gets further and further along, I had a lot of setbacks as well with injuries and stuff. So I'm like losing pivotal fights where I was injured. So because of that, I think we ended up getting a house. So it was funny. We got a house together in December 2020. And then a fourth in March 21. One got signed immediately. You know what I mean? And she yeah. always said, eh, when you get in the USC, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you. I'm going to finish with you. You know what I mean? And yeah. then we got a joint mortgage on a house. <laughs> and we got signed four months later. <laughs> As I say, it's more mad for her because obviously people believed in me, but no one ever actually thought that I was going to do what I said I was going to do. So yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of shock to the system for everyone. 
Like I've said the story before, my dad's come out of his flat before and the kids have said to him, you paddy the baddie's dad? And he's went, yeah, why? And he's went, I don't know, why are you living in that shit all for then? <laughs> so many kids have said that to me, dad. But <laughs> Oh, it's better than your dad living in a mansion and everyone think you didn't earn it. Yeah. You know, that's I the, know. I mean, the beauty is I, I know people that who, who come from wealth and then they get yeah, like and everyone just wants to, uh, yeah. And everyone just wants to tear them apart. What's it, what's life like in Liverpool? Is everyone living like, like, like I can never understand what, what are there houses like this? Like, in certain parts, there's houses like this, like Formby. And places like that, like yeah. it's where like the Liverpool players live and the manager and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some like big crazy kens them ways, like. But we just live in a normal house, semi like, like an apartment. No, we live in a house, like yeah, three bedroom house, semi detached. Know what I mean? We're half connected to another house. Yeah, but it's sad. Need to move now though, because there's just people knocking at the door and that. That's crazy. It's mad, isn't it? It's your own privacy in your own home and people are knocking at your front door asking for pictures. That's crazy. I, 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 w- I would love to. I wish I had wish I had an opportunity to take a sabbatical and, and like live in London or live in France. I want to live in London. Really? <laughs> yeah. They said there's no London. The one guy said to me, I love like subtle racism where people go, the guy <laughs> goes, he goes, I said it would be cool to live here and the guy said the same thing. No one wants to live in London. He goes, there's no, no true Londoners here. <laughs> they've they've pushed us all out and I was like really and I've got a cockney with me here Tommy you have to get him to come up and say hello so you can hear his voice yeah because that's a cockney you know what I mean oh, he, yeah he's I from knew, London I love I love accents by the way the Liverpudlian accent with peanut butter in his mouth is really hard to understand yeah it's yeah, extremely it is. hard to I love that you have you say like uh, the instead of pack you go pack pack Pach. Like the one more, one more everyone always gets us to say is uh, when you have some chicken and a can of coke. Coke. Chicken, can of coke. Know what <laughs> I mean? People like it the way we do that. It's just, I don't know why we do it. It's just in our vocabulary. We can't help it. I wish you could meet my wife. My wife has a redneck accent, like a strong, like, yeah, boy. Like, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hi. How's so it hanging? Good you. Oh, you got a funny accent. <laughs> Where are you from? Do you know the queen? Love you. My fiance's brother is great at accents. Is, she, is like, your is your fiance is your fiance Liverpudlian? Yeah, yeah. The lots of I mean, I've known my fiance since I was about five. What we read like, I could see out of my bedroom window. I could see her front door. You know what I mean, she lived like like I live on the corner of a main road, and then she lives in this road here, and she lives about six doors down and one across. Shut up. I used to play out with her brother and that. Her brother is your age? No, he's like three years older than me, four years older than me, and she's a year younger than me. Really? So what was your first, what was your first fist fight? So I used to fight with my brother all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. In ours. But that was probably in like first year seniors in school, so when I was about 11, like a proper fight. Yeah. Well, did you know you were good right away? No. <laughs> Not at all. No. I was only little, you know what I mean? But it's funny because even then, I'd never done any training or anything like that. And every fight I had, I got people in headlocks. Really? Yeah. Every fight I'd end up like that in a headlock, punching people. You know what I mean? But now it's mad because I know for a fact I'd just get my back tucked and choked dead quick. Yeah. Never done that because I never had an underhook. <laughs> my daughter's taking jujitsu. Yeah. I always say, especially for girls, best form of self-defense you can get. Yeah. Anyone tries to grab all the other, just getting launched and choke dead fast she was with uh i was doing a podcast with eddie bravo you know eddie bravo yeah and uh 10th planet yeah yeah and he was and i've he never came... actually met eddie bravo oh, i mean that'd be a nice one awesome yeah he he's is, insane and he, he is. some of his theories and that i sit there and i was like yeah and he's around a bend dude <laughs> you should fucking hook up with him while he's here he's funny <laughs> i had a really cool moment one time um uh okay not horian not horian Henner, uh, Hen- Henso, Henzo, Henzo, which is which is the brother they did the documentary choke on. Is it going to be Hoyce or Hannah or it's, it's got, I think it's Hickson. It's Hickson. Hickson. So Hickson and and Eddie fought, right? Yeah. Okay. So Hickson. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Hickson. So one day I walk into Joe's studio. Um, Hickson and Eddie are fighting on the ground. They're rolling, and they're. Is and I walk in and Joe just looks at me. He goes, 
Yeah, that would have been an insane role to watch that. And they're rolling and they're ta- they're talking about moves that Hickson's son could use in his fights. And they're explaining because they're Is very Hickson's different. Hickson's son Hodger? I think so. Because he was very good in the MMA world at yeah. one point. He come through and was like 12 and 0 or something like that. Being yeah. everyone. And so it was fascinating because they're talking they're talking in jujitsu to each other while rolling full rolling on the floor and he's like what if i did this and well you could do this and it was fascinating and i sat there there's footage that you can find the footage of them doing it i think someone filmed it but you can just see me in the background like this and they're just like going at it not full speed but like enough where i was like i would be hurt really bad <laughs> and but they're talking with like their bodies is fascinating so Eddie's a friend of mine. Eddie comes over. We do a podcast. I have a cooking show. I have to get you on my cooking show. Knowing how you like to eat, I have to get you on my cooking show. So I, I do a cooking show, and I had Eddie on my cooking show, and then we get hammered, right? Eddie <laughs> loves to get hammered. Me and him get hammered. Come in the house, and Isla, Isla says, my youngest says, um, Teddy, what do you do? He goes, well, I, um, I uh, teach jujitsu. And she goes, I've always wanted to learn jujitsu. And he's like, why don't we get you started? And she was like, well, I don't know what to do. And he was like, he was like, you got space in your back house. We have another house down the street. And so he goes, you got space in your back house. Get some mats. I'll get you a teacher and you'll, you can do private lessons until you get up speed. And then you can start coming to classes. So I was like, great. So the next day she comes down, we got the teacher. Jen is her teacher. She, I think she's a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah. She's coming in the back. Isla's in no gi. It's no gi jujitsu or whatever. So yeah, she's yeah that's, I don't do gi. Yeah. I'm just no, strictly no gi. And so Isla comes down. <laughs> <laughs> kids like gay, yeah, so the kids yeah. are bossing the gay. And so she comes down, and uh, I go, "Are you excited?" She goes, "Dad, I can't learn. Wait to learn a little." Hi, I go, "That's not jujitsu." <laughs> she goes, "It's not." I said, "No." She goes, "What am I else I'm about to learn?" I go, "It's jujitsu. Don't worry, you'll have fun." And now she loves it. Yeah, she actually does it like three times a week. That's the thing. Once you start doing jujitsu, you probably fall in love with it. I did when I was a kid because I started when I was fifteen. Yeah, and I just fell in love with it straight away. Yeah. That was I the sh- first thing I proper fell in love with. I, mean, I wanted to do MMA, but I didn't really fall in love with the psych in the first. I yeah. mean, uh, the jiu-jitsu was what got me into it. I wish I had started it I, a, a few years back. Um, me and this guy, Joey Diaz, you know, Joey yeah, Diaz? Yeah. me and Joey Diaz were going to take private lessons with Eddie. And I didn't because I showed up to talk to Eddie for the first time about it. And Eddie had a black eye. <laughs> and I said, well, you have a black eye. And he goes, I do. And I said, you didn't know you did. And he goes, I don't know. And he goes, yeah, I guess I do. I said, how did you get that? And he goes, I guess, I guess rolling. And I go, you get black eyes often? And he goes, well, I mean, it happens. It's, it's not, not, it's not, not often. that often. He goes, not that often, but yeah, I mean, it happens. And I went, I'm on television. Like, I can't just show up on television with a black eye and everyone be like, oh, so I, there's, there's going to be a story behind it. And so I ended up not taking it. Joey took it. And now Joey's like, uh, he's, he's gone out. He's been doing jujitsu this whole time. I really wish I'd done it. Yeah, you should have. That's a very few and far between. The last time I had a black eye was wrestling. I need myself in the eye. Really? Yeah. I went to do like this cartwheel escape. There's like footage of it. But it's like I was getting videoed as I've done it. Yeah. I do this cartwheel escape and as I've done it, I've landed. Boom, straight onto me own knee. Give myself a black eye. Oh, you know what I saw the other day? I was at the same bar. There was a guy who was talking. He was being brave. He was a fat guy, big guy, big guy, but he was overweight. But he was a bigger guy, but he was overweight. And he was talking shit to the guy front of him what the fuck are you taking so long for and the guy turned like this and he had a complete cauliflower ear and i went you're talking to the wrong guy you're talking <laughs> to the wrong guy and the guy's like i'm i'm hurrying up buddy and he was like well speed it up i need to piss and the guy goes i i'm doing the best i can he was being really polite yeah really dudes who kick you can kick your ass always are nice yeah <laughs> like they're if, if they know they can beat you up they're always yeah, very nice kind. yeah it's idiots like me who talk to a stranger going i'll roll the dice i'm probably more athletic than him <laughs> that's something i always say to my mates lad if you're gonna have a fight with someone and he's immediately as soon as you go go on then you get in a stance or the leg kick you just say just leave it there bro have a nice yeah. day oh and yeah um someone leg kicks you you know that the, they've done a bit of mma or tire something and you're about to get your head punched in i the one thing the only thing i knew about fighting i've been in a couple fights in my life the one fight the one thing i i learned at a young age and it wasn't taught by my dad it was just taught to me by, by uh, either an uncle or someone else was 
never wait for them to throw the first punch. My boxing coach says that. Yeah, yeah. never like uh, punch first, punch last. That's yeah. how it was things. Punch first, punch last. And I was like, and they were like, trust me, if you let them throw the first punch, then that's the majority of fights end. With, with the first punch, yeah, because yeah, then like, people break you up. I always say though, like I, I'd never hit someone first. I, I'd have to wait for someone to sign yeah, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like I've probably got more chance of seeing it coming to slipping. You it. guys are you guys are on such a different level. I don't think the average human being realizes it. Yeah, like I don't think the average human being realizes how quick you are to de-escalate a situation and put yourself into a position to absolutely hurt someone. Yeah, and I, I and and there's things I just don't know that you do that you don't even think of. As, as like a maneuver, but I got into a fight in like ninth grade and I punched the dude first and it was the worst scenario of this you could have ever seen. I punched him. No one split us up. He started crying and he was like, why did you do that? And I was like, I thought we were fighting. And he was like, I was just telling you my opinion. And then I looked like a monster and I was like, I am never punching another human being again in my life. <laughs> and then I just proceeded to get punched a bunch in my life. I never That's threw another first punch and I got punched. <laughs> I've been punched so many f- times. I've been sent to the hospital. It's I've because of my mouth. It's like I, I run my mouth. I uh, my mate Jack, one of my best mates, Jack, lad, he was we had a little running joke with him one summer for well, one year because he threw about five punches this year and missed every one of them. <laughs> oh, I think he landed one, didn't really land it. And we had a little joke with him one year that he just like kept swinging and missing. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing worse than missing sw- hitting somebody <laughs> and them not knowing. I watched my buddy do that at a bar. He went to sucker punch a guy and missed him. And all the people saw him and the other guys like, what happened? Dude, I've been in so many <laughs> stupid fights in college. And because this is, I got in fights back when you didn't sue people. Like, yeah, I got, yeah. like now people sue people back then. You're like, no, you just got your ass kicked, man. Yeah. I was the only thing I was better at. I was, my talent was describing a fight. Like I could tell you about the fight. Like that was my, like when we yeah. go back to our fraternity house, I'd be like, you should have been there. And they're like, no way. I go, dude. And I would, <laughs> I, would, I would punch that fight up to make it into the most epic f- fight. And people were like, shut up. But, I, God, I wish I had been there. It's just made me think, lad. I just, years ago, again, when I was used to party a lot, we went to a, a party in Amsterdam. And then it was in the Ziggo Dome. And lad, you've never, ever, ever seen a brawl like it. Really? Like, it started over something stupid. But then it all got split up. A few people were on the floor, got carried out. And I can remember the scouser, a lad got, like, he got hit with a belt on the temple. They were taking the belts off, the Europeans and hitting people. I'll never forget it, lad. It got separated. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, it just went off again. And lad, you've never seen nothing like it. The, the whole, the Ziggo Dome got shut because everyone ended up fighting. Holy did you, did you hit anyone? Yeah, several people. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I couldn't even remember most of it the next day. Yeah. To be honest, because we was all partying, we was on one. I could remember it, and about two people in the next day walked into like the next party that we were going to, and like all people grabbed me, lad. She, lad. How many people did you drop last night? Past seven people, and I was piecing it all together, and like. It was the maddest fight ever. I don't understand because video phones were out then. People, scousers and anyone that was in, don't let daddy know in the Ziggo Dome in like 2013, 14, whenever it was, will know what I'm on about. You know what I mean? Or 2015. They'll know what I'm on about. Know what I mean? I'm surprised there's been no no video footage of that because I've never, ever, ever been involved in a brawl like it and I've never heard of a brawl like it. Really? It was the craziest you have ever seen. As I say, the party the next day was like for scouts, and everyone just had black eyes and cuts. And <laughs> really, <laughs> I just stood there like that, fresh. <laughs> one of my mates, my mate Wade, one of my best mates, had a big fat lift like that, where he'd been it with a straight rider on the pipe. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, lad, it was the maddest fight ever. There was multiple people unconscious, multiple people all in. Someone threw something and they tried to hit someone, and the person ducked. <laughs> And it hit a girl and like it broke a girl's nose and everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was the maddest fight you've ever seen. You've never seen nothing like it. Oh, I love when you get on, uh, on, Inst- on YouTube and you see fights and you're like, and then you go, you watch it the first time and they'll circle someone. You're like, oh, yeah. watch that. I, 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 I had to stop watching fight videos. It was the, the one, the famous one that I think of, like, that's the, um, 
seen the one where like, he absolutely flatlines him and then another kid runs at him and he flatlines him and it's on like a bit of a grass verge and there's a bird screaming at the end of it you know what I mean and people are going over going uh, obviously there's a fella standing over him you just got knocked the f*** out <laughs> <laughs> a lad I have this I have this little section where I let people know you're coming on and I'll do an Ask Paddy segment Love. so we'll see <laughs> going to see what this is nice show man where's Hitler's teacup oh yeah there's a here's a belter question from Adam Adara Campbell Ask Bert what non-combat sport he thinks he'd beat you in. I like, I, I, uh, well, I think, I mean, I'm guessing golf. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing, uh, I hate golf. How about paddle ball? Do you play pickleball? That's paddle, pickleball, pickleball? no. You don't play pickleball? No. How about I frisbee golf? Someone told Can me I... about pickleball. What the f is this pickleball? People keep mentioning it in America. What it's about tennis or ping pong? No, no, no. It's, it's, p- pickleball is actually pretty fun. It's, I'm not having it. It's, this it's new millennial. Nah, it's it's for it's not even new millennial. It's old, it's old boomers trying to be athletic. Like they guess, look, is pickleball like what they used to do on that? Oh my god, we used to have this in our school. Yeah, in tech, in design technology, you'd be able to make your own wooden bat, and then you'd have saying that the court, yeah, the courts are about that size. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, just basically what they used to have in our school, it's and funny. that's got no. Oh, it's really saying big. that the balls weren't like that though. Yeah, they do. They used to do. We did them one with t- tennis balls. Yeah, you're yeah. probably saying that. I've never played pickleball. So what about what about be. disc golf? You ever played frisbee golf? I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, bro, bro, I got your f- sport. Disc golf is the funnest f- game. It's it's played like golf, but you have pull up. You have these pins like this at the end, and you try to throw a disc into it, and it is fun as. F- I'd probably be. No, you'd be shocked how good you are. And the second you tried it, you'd go, you'd, you'd, you'd watch your, we started playing. I played a lot in, in college, but then we started playing again during the pandemic. So I was on tour during the pandemic yeah. and we started playing again during the pandemic. And it is fun. As type in uh, Bert, uh, type in one of my videos of me throwing disc, a disc. Like the sports I thought of straight away were like, Basketball, you'd definitely beat me in a one-on-one in basketball. Cause oh, I'm bad I'm at basketball. Not, I've never played basketball. I mean, um, I would like to fight you drunk. <laughs> like, I would, like we both have to drink the same. I did. I said this to Stylebender. Like, I would like to do that. I would like to see how I'd fare against it. Like, once you got to the part where you you can barely stand, but we drink the same amount of beers, right? Theoretically, I'd be well more f- than you. If, if we drank the same amount, of yeah, beers, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Be like, so we more f- to drink like you. a twelve pack of beers and then try yeah, to fight. F- Lad, I'd be being sick. Yeah, that, but I think that's my, so. Like, so, like, I was with these. That's NFL like players. when you would end up fighting, though. So that's like that's the only time I'd fight. I'm not going to fight sober. The, I, I, I did with, uh, I did with, uh, I was with Chris, Christian McCaffrey. He's a probably one of the best running backs. Uh, I mean, possibly he's just a beast. And I said to, we were in a room like about this big. I said, "Do you think I could catch you?" He's like, "What?" I said, "Do you think if you like." If you give me 10 minutes to try to catch you, like I was like, everyone go. And then I tried to get my arms around you and take you to the ground. Do you think I could? And he goes, no, no, because there's men that someone else said someone, some, another professional football player said, we train our entire lives to catch him. And we have a hard time. We train all year to catch this guy and we can't catch him. What makes you think you can catch him? But there is the funness of like a regular person challenging a professional yeah. elite athlete to find the, the, the way we could get there. That's why I'm always fascinated by that. Yeah. Go ahead. Next question. Uh, next question. Yeah. From local Chava. Ask Bear if he sees any difference in UK and USA crowds, how they react to jokes. Identical. 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 I thought you definitely would have noticed the difference. No, UK, UK and the United States identical. Ex- the exact same looking person. Uh, they look identical. Their chicks look identical. It's all, I mean, there's dudes, they're, ba- they're big, they have beards. Their chicks are a little hotter than they deserve. And they're identical. They love drinking beer. They love smoking weed. They like MMA. They like sports. And they, they like identical. Yeah. You, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. That's crazy, to be honest. I was going to ask you this one, but to be honest, the, you answered that before. Ask Bert what his first stand-up set was like. You yeah. mentioned that before. Yeah, there is one. Jacob Cubby. Hi, Paddy and Bert. Love everything you do. Question for Bert. Is there going to be a, a, a UK release of The Machine? If not, when and where can it be found after full release? 
uh, yeah, I think, so we're doing a, a, a wide release in the United States, uh, Memorial Day weekend. It'll be only in theaters, a thousand theaters, Memorial Day weekend. I'll let everyone know where those theaters will be. And then uh, I'm assuming based on that release, uh, we will be releasing it in the UK and in yeah. Europe and probably in China, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just, we made sure to not put black people in it so that we could release it in China. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's, uh, I'm kidding. There's, there's, there's here's, here's, a question, here's, here's a question for me. How do you not get cancelled? I know it's easier as a comedian, but how do you not get cancelled? It's coming. It's I'm going to ask you this because you mentioned Tom before. Yeah. From Jordan6092 asking me if he thinks we'll win a boxing match between him and Tom if they both had a year to train. Uh, I would say me. I think I'm a natural boxer. I, I think I think I remember taking boxing classes and being like, wow, that was when I was younger. I tried to I had to do fight scenes in my mo- movie, The Machine, and I was amazed at just how uh, comfortable people who throw punches are with throwing punches and with their body. And like how uh, when you don't throw punches for a living, how foreign that movement and awkward is. it looks. It's so awkward when you don't throw punches. Uh, yeah. When you like some people, I'll be honest, as you say, some people come in the gym and you can tell straight away they're half a natural. You can throw it. Some people are like, yeah, know what I mean? Like some people are just different. I'm, I have a good, uh, what's it is an uppercut. I have a better uppercut than I do a uh, jab. Yeah. Yeah. And my hook is not that great. My uppercut is my only thing I'm good at. Nice. Yeah. And and we did a scene. I blew out my uh, tendons in my elbows. I tried to ca- tackle a guy down a flight of stairs and I blew out my tendons and we still had fight scenes to shoot. I go just, fight him and the guy was a mma fighter yeah this guy was a uh, muay thai mma fighter and he was like listen i know your arms up so just hit me and i was like really and he goes you're not gonna hurt me like it'll, uh, if i get hurt i'll be fine but just hit me because so, i know you can't stop and so i just punched the fuck out of this guy i just and it was all left uppercuts so that's the only thing i can do with my left and so i was just doing left uppercuts to his body is hitting him as hard as i could and the next day his whole side was up for my ring and he had bruises and he was like dude look what you did and I was just like, laughing about it but it looks it's, it looks very real because I beat the guy yeah that's what I, you've got to do yeah like there's, there's a scene in Inglorious Bastards yeah. Tarantino choked her didn't he that's not Christopher Waltz who choked her in the scene isn't it? yeah because he wanted it to be real and he said you won't do it hard enough I'm the director I can do it I, I watched Inglorious Bastards with two Germans that was uncomfortable <laughs> bet you it was I was like I was like wow the these guys that really scene. deserve this, huh? And they're like, mm, yes, they did some bad things. <laughs> yeah, last question anyway from Nick Murray. It's a good one to end on. What's your take on British drink slash party culture? I love it. I love it. It's sexy. It's it's got a vibe that we don't we don't have in America. We can't access it. Same way you guys can get dressed up and and go out with your and have like tea and do cool stuff like that. Or when you guys put on cool clothes, you can do skinny pants. We can't do that. It doesn't look right when we do it. When you guys put on like handcrafted shoes, we can't do that. It just doesn't look right. It looks like you're trying over here. Or like the way you guys will have like a just a little tea. If you have a tea in America, you go, what are you trying to do? Right? The way you guys drink is so f- sexy, especially outside of London, like the Manchester vibe and like Liverpool and like the f- Glasgow, like to watch a couple go out and go to a pub and sit down with a group of friends. You don't do that in the States. We just don't do that. You go to a club with your friends at night, but it's mostly like, but the idea that you'd come in and I watched this family come in and they had their kids with them and they were like, uh, can we get a couple pints before five? And the guy goes, yeah. And I go, what's before five? He goes, that's when we don't allow kids in. And I went, Oh my God, how cool that you know when kids need to leave. Like, <laughs> I would start laughing in the US. Yeah, no, you'd never bring your kids to a bar. <laughs> you'd never bring your kids. If you bring your kids to a bar, you're an alcoholic. In the UK, you're just a responsible parent to do it before five. <laughs> so f- sexy. It's the coolest thing That's you guys so have. Sexy. It's so sexy. <laughs> As I say, the culture by ours, like I said the other day, I've got friends who just end up out for three days. Yeah. In people's kitchens. Yeah. Oh, you guys make cocaine sexy again, too. Yeah. <laughs> like the f- way you guys do cocaine is so cool. It's like, you guys don't smoke weed enough. Because you guys were like, we did that in high school. We're grown ups. We do cocaine now. <laughs> and but like, I, I I did cocaine with these guys one time simply because of their accents. I was like, well, I'm not going to say no to you guys. Uh, and you're I like, would you like, like a little chit? A little Co- what would they say? A little 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 bump. Little, little bump. Yeah, little, bump. Be a little bump. And I was like, I'll take a bump. That's a cockney one. Yeah, yeah. 
Like South Africa. Like a stripe or something with the lads will call it. You know I mean? Or a, pa- oh, a patsy. I know, you, know, you know what he said? Would you like to get sorted? Yeah. And I went, I want to get sorted. Uh, just let me know when you're coming to Liverpool, lads, because we'll have a great party for you, the lads uh, will box you. I will, I will, I will be shocked if I leave Liverpool without an IV in my arm. Yeah, no, you definitely will. I'm ready to party. The kitchen for four days with the lads. I'll yeah. just keep popping in every day to see you. And, and then we'll, tra- then we'll train in the mornings. Yeah. We'll train them. in the mornings. I love it. I'll train in the mornings, <laughs> party at night. I mean, they don't go home, though. Really? They just stay. They don't go home and go back out and party. They stay out continuously. Like, they don't go home. Those are the real And they And they have the, the missus is like ringing around saying, have you seen him? Have you seen him? Oh, I like those guys. They just ghost, turn the phone off. <laughs> I love it. I want to party with these guys. Boys, Bert's coming to the party with you anyway. But before we finish, tell everyone where to find you, lad. Uh, go to BertBertBert.com for tour dates. Uh, you can find my Instagram there, Bert Chrysler, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, yeah, Top Soft World Tour. And then uh, Fully Loaded Europe will be coming soon. Fully Loaded this fall, this this summer is my comedy festival that I put together. We've got a bunch of amazing acts already signed. The cruise is sold out, fully loaded cruise. If Patty, if you want to come on the cruise with the missus, we got a room for you. Yeah, when's that? Uh, October. It's awesome. It's all comics. Yeah, if a- I'm not in a fight camp by then yet. When you, oh yeah, well, 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 well I'm, I'm getting, I, getting surgery trying to get home. I so. can't wait to talk about that on my podcast. Check out my check out my podcast, Birdcast. Patty's going to be on it, and we are going to talk all about uh, Errol Hawani. <laughs> 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 like comment subscribe people see you next week